Welcome back to The Look and Sound of Leadership, an ongoing series of executive coaching tips designed to help you be perceived in the workplace the way you want to be perceived. I'm Tom Henschel, your executive coach, and today we're talking about the well-balanced executive. No one was neutral about Carrie. In a global company that often moved slowly, Carrie got stuff done. The chief executives to whom he reported loved that Carrie could push projects to completion. His peers, on the other hand, were cautious. Carrie was a beneficial ally, but when he started driving for results, he could cause a lot of destruction. His peers were constantly trying to contain him or avoid him. The vast rank and file below Carrie lived in fear of him. The saying was that when working on anything involving Carrie, you either had to execute perfectly or else you got perfectly executed. It was legendary that once, when he had threatened to fire someone for a fairly minor infraction, people pushed back hard against him. He was told that the punishment far outweighed the crime and that the employee was in the high potential pool. And he was told, everyone likes her. Firing her would cause a riot. To which he famously replied, that's why I don't get to know my people. Makes things easier when it's time to fire them. Now contrast Carrie with Kim. Kim is in charge of all North American call centers for her company. Kim's 12 direct reports and their direct reports all love her, with reservations. Kim's feedback report contained comments like this. I love Kim. We all do. But I'd love her even more if we could cut our meetings down and stop waffling about decisions. Everything with Kim takes so much time. In her feedback report, at least one person in every group, executives, peers, and direct reports, identified Kim as conflict-averse. People weren't surprised that her group's performance often missed the mark. She avoided holding people accountable, and she seemed unable to have hard conversations. Can you imagine Carrie avoiding a hard conversation? On the other hand, can you imagine Kim firing anyone in haste? Carrie and Kim exist on opposite ends of a long continuum. The end of the continuum where Carrie lives is all about results. The other end, where Kim lives, is all about relationships. Carrie and Kim are each far away from the midline of the continuum, each of them is out of balance in their own way. I believe an executive's placement on this continuum represents the single biggest indicator of his or her long-term effectiveness. During my 20 years of coaching, I've talked about many different things with my clients, but almost without exception, early in every coaching engagement that I've ever had, I say something like this. To succeed as an executive, there are two things you have to do every day. You have to achieve results, and at the same time, you have to build and maintain positive relationships with everyone around you. Achieving balance between results and relationships is the hallmark of the well-balanced executive. Nearly everyone prefers one side of the continuum over the other. If you have any doubt about which way you're calibrated, Look to your last few performance reviews. I'll bet the clues are there. If you find you overvalue results at the expense of relationships, achieving more balance will require that you begin to believe people are important to your success. 
You'll need to learn skills like the art of chat and listening without an agenda, both of which are podcasts available to you on the Essential Communications website. If you are highly results-oriented, behaviors like the art of chat and listening without an agenda will challenge your long-held beliefs. They won't be easy to adopt, but over time, you'll move closer to the center of the results relationships continuum. If, on the other hand, you find you overvalue relationships at the expense of results, achieving more balance will require you to begin to understand that you can't control people's feelings or how they think about you. You'll need to learn skills like holding people accountable and not taking things personally and setting and holding boundaries. Three podcasts available to you on the Essential Communications website. If you are highly relationship-oriented, Behaviors like holding people accountable and not taking things personally will challenge your long-held beliefs. They won't be easy to adopt, but over time, you'll move closer to the midline of the results relationships continuum. Let me make this case using a different example. This episode of The Look and Sound of Leadership is the 100th executive coaching tip I've broadcast. Months ago, in anticipation of this event, I began asking colleagues what topic they thought might be worthy of the 100th tip. I got a lot of great ideas, many of which are going to show up in future tips, I'm sure, but one suggestion from several people resonated with me. They thought I should answer this question. What one factor do you think is most important for an executive's success? When I focused on the question, it didn't take me long to recognize my answer. What one factor do I think is most important for an executive's long-term success? The answer? The ability to balance behaviors that drive results with behaviors that promote relationships. That's how important I think this issue is. I looked back through the archive of all the past tips to see if this issue was reflected there, and what I found was that, except for tips addressing specific tools like PowerPoint, virtually every one of the 99 tips I've written supports this idea of balancing results with relationships. While I wasn't consciously addressing that balance at the time that I wrote each tip, the framework is there. Its constant presence reinforces how fundamental this issue is. Before giving you one final idea about how to balance results and relationships in your life, I want to acknowledge some results and some relationships that relate to these executive coaching tips. Achieving the result of broadcasting 100 executive coaching tips is terrific. I'm very proud to have done it. But it hasn't been a solitary effort. There are many relationships that have helped me reach this milestone. I'd like to acknowledge a few of them. Every month since August 2005 when the tips began, Kathleen Noble and her team at NM Design have posted these tips on the Essential Communications website made the podcasts available on the web and in iTunes, created the HTML email and the PDF. Every month, they've transformed my text into formats that people can access all around the world. I am so grateful to Kathleen and her team, not only for their great results, but also for a very long and very meaningful relationship. In addition to Kathleen and her team, I also have a team of editors who challenge my thinking and polish my writing. There are many people who have rotated through the team over the years, but four have been with me a long time now, and they never fail to improve my work. First, Nancy Brewer, a professional editor who is par excellence. 
She is part of Facilio, LLC. She is joined by Tom Mannheim, Nancy Shanfeld, and Graham Burns. Thank you to each of them. They never fail to make my work better. Okay, now here's one final way to think about results and relationships in your own life. You ready? Here it is. Every act that you perform in the workplace, from saying hello in the morning to not saying hello in the morning, from being the last to leave at day's end or being the first to leave, places you somewhere on the results-relationship continuum. Now, am I saying that every act should be perfectly poised right at the midline? No, that's not realistic. It's inevitable, and I think it's appropriate, that some of your actions will live on one side of the midline or the other. That's fine. But ideally, many of your actions will contribute a bit to both sides of the continuum. Maybe 80-20, maybe 40-60. A well-balanced executive creates a pattern over time that's fairly evenly distributed between results and relationships. As a leader, you're highly visible. I guarantee that the people who work with you, not only your direct reports, but your peers and your senior leaders, are already well aware which side of the line you prefer. They know what your pattern looks like. It's no secret. I urge you, balance your focus between results and relationships. An evenly distributed pattern is the hallmark of the look and sound of leadership. As I mentioned earlier, almost every tip in the archive addresses this balance in one way or another. Earlier in the podcast, I mentioned five tips that would help you develop the skills in your less dominant area. Five other episodes you might also listen to are Be Impeccable with Your Word, Building Trust, Leadership and Listening, Leadership and Self-Deception, and Project the Image You Want. Each of those podcasts, and all our others, can be found on the Essential Communications website, EssentialCom.com. That's EssentialCom with two M's dot com. From our homepage, click the navigation button marked Coaching Tips. That will take you to the archive I've mentioned so often. When you're there, you can search the archive by categories that interest you, and one of those categories is Personal Growth and Self-Development. There are more than 35 tips in that category, to help you think more deeply about ways to help you move towards your highest potential. From the website, you can also download every tip as a PDF to save for yourself or forward to others. Our podcasts are also available through iTunes. Just search for The Look and Sound of Leadership. Until next time, I'm Tom Henschel. Thank you so very much for listening. <laughs>